First Peter chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Mm-hmm. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so a short passage today, wrapping up chapter one of First Peter. And, you know, this is so covered up in Old Testament language, yeah. Old Covenant language. And, you know, Peter uh, was a very, I guess, plugged into Jewish culture. And he's writing mainly to these Jewish believers and um, with, you know, Gentiles entering in. And so there's a lot of similarities between First Peter and Hebrews in terms mm-hmm. of all the sacrificial language. And so I think that that is really important when we read words like purified. He's not just saying that in the way that we think of purification of like mm-hmm. wiping something down, but there's like this deep, you know, Levitical sort of connotations there. And then... um we have this reference, uh, you know, this Old Testament reference to Isaiah today, the mm-hmm. grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God remains forever. And then Peter makes this beautiful clarification. That word that remains forever is the good news that was preached to you. Yeah. So powerful, powerful words, finishing up chapter one. Jordan, the people are yearning to know what the maudlin thinks about that. <laughs> <laughs> about this passage inside joke i'm sure they're not but here here are my thoughts um yeah beautiful passage uh i have a a friend who um you know we we say this is the word of the lord you mm-hmm. know and the general response is thanks be to god which is just a reminder that one this is incredibly important to us um but two we are grateful right uh but he he always ends readings with the grass withers and the flower fades, yep. but the word of the Lord remains forever. Dude, right? that's a, that's what we did at Briarwood growing up. Is that right? Harry Reader. Every yeah. Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, but I, I mean, I just want to dwell on what you just referenced, the end where there's this like turn. It's like, Whoa. do you know that this word, what we've talked about and for, for, to your point about like the Jewish understanding of the word of the Lord is, you know, the, the old Testament, um, the word given to them, the, the turn is, hey, this word is the good news that was preached to you. And what is this good news? Well, he's, he's been talking about it, right? The, the imperishable word of the Lord is this unfolding of this mystery where God has redeemed his people mm. through Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And his blood has cleansed us and purified us, you mm-hmm. know, to your point. So, um, again, like, I, okay, I, honest confession, I Uh-oh. deal with unbelief mm-hmm. in my life where I don't functionally act as if this is true. Um, that Jesus is really forgiven my sins, that I really have a glorious inheritance 
awaiting for me mm-hmm. um, that I am called by God to live a holy life and not submit to the passions of the flesh, my former ignorance. And what I need to be reminded of is, is this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, all the things around me that I might try to find confidence in or find hope in will fail. Mm-hmm. This world will fail. But what does not fail is this unchanging truth yeah. that Jesus has given us an inheritance, mm. um, a living, there's a living hope offered to us. It's uh, so again, like I, I, I think we so Christians run the risk of acknowledging that these things are true, mm. but not actually letting them impact their life. Absolutely. So, you know, what does it mean that, the good news, the gospel, is the word that remains forever. Mm-hmm. What that means is it's it's never going to fail like the grass. It's never going to fade. It's it's never going to be altered. It's never going to be changed. There's not a point in which are in our lives where like we do enough bad things or like enough bad things happen in the world that somehow oh no, it's not good news anymore. No, it remains forever, mm. uh, and that's a beautiful beautiful hope yeah I'm, I'm glad you went that direction because i think verse 22 is interesting you know you used uh that image of a susp- suspension bridge the other day yeah, yeah two points of tension yeah that create a stable truth yeah and i think peter is hitting into something very important here he says having purified your souls by your obedience yep. or by your submission to the truth you know in one sense the gospel fully and and not even in one sense, there's an objective truth that the gospel fully rests not on the works of man whatsoever, but on the finished work of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that that is the inheritance, that that is the grace that is in God. But that is not just this like universal blanket that just covers humanity. We don't right. believe universalism, but it's, it's something that has to be received. It's right. a free gift that has to be received that we have to submit to the good news and live into it, that it does matter how we conduct ourselves. Yes. And, you know, the Bible makes it very clear that, that, you know, by the fruit, the, the type of tree is, mm-hmm. is proven. And so a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree bears good fruit. If we bear bad fruit, that shows no rooting in the gospel of Christ. Right. It, it shows that we have not received the good news that was preached. And so this submission to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, loving one another earnestly from a pure heart, that that is the evidence that this imperishable seed, that this good news of a glorious inheritance has taken root in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so I think the call is very clear. Submit to good news. The, The beauty in that is that the yoke that we're called to submit to is of someone who loves us yeah. and will honor us uh, in a way that we don't deserve. And yet there is obligation, there is mission that we are called to submit to. And so we receive a free gift and we live in light of it. We don't just have this knowledge like, oh, that's so nice that Jesus did that for us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go all my way right. and live as I please. Yeah, It's like, no. There's beauty here. There's a higher calling and we're called to live into that. And that is part of this cleansing of our souls. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, the language of born again is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, when you're born into a family, uh, you're, you're stuck with that family. Yep. You'll right? never have a different biological Yeah, family. exactly. Like yeah. You, you, you can't, you can't, I mean, <laughs> in our culture, like you can try to change a lot of things, but like you can't change that. that yeah. That's who you are. Scripture says you've been born again, meaning you've been born into a new family, mm-hmm. right? And, and this family you can't get away from, like God has done this work. And so now you got to learn to act, act like it. Like yeah. you can try to reject it. Um, but as Christians, this is what we're called to pursue. This is, this is the family of which we're now learning. Oh, like this is the way this family works. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that you know, the, the pursuit of loving one another with, with a sincere brotherly love, like with a pure heart. Um, and what a testimony to a, a watching world mm. of Christians who are earnestly seeking to do that. Amen. Um, not love is sentimentality, uh, but a genuine love for one another that wants the other person to flourish. Amen. Um, that is a incredible witness aroma as we talked about you know a couple days absolutely, ago absolutely. to the gospel absolutely well for the muse of christ covenant jordan coughlin the maudlin man this is will carlo all, all my names <laughs> and we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> as we continue through first peter on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.